0: Input Output Hi, this is Input Output, and I'm your host, Mark Yarm. Today on the Input Output podcast, we've got two stories for the end times. Society considers being filthy rich something to aspire to.
1: A million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? You? A billion dollars.
0: However, scientists argue in a new analysis, the pursuit of affluence goes directly against the idea and feasibility of a sustainable system. Inputmag.com news editor Cheyenne McDonald wrote about this study and asked that rich people please stop killing the planet. Here she is reading an excerpt from her piece.
2: Try as we might, there are only so many lifestyle tweaks the average person can make to put a dent in the looming environmental crisis. Sure, you can shop consciously, alter your diet, compost and reuse until all of your belongings are on their last legs. But as long as overconsumption remains the symbol of success, our individual attempts at sustainability feel largely in vain. The super rich are still standing in the way.
0: Welcome back to the show, Cheyenne.
2: Hey, Mark, it's great to be back.
0: So you base your piece on a study coming out of an Australian university. What did that study find?
2: The study was led by a professor at the University of New South Wales. It was a collaboration with an international team. And this is the type of study that you would consider a meta-analysis, where you take a bunch of different papers and existing literature and comb through that and pick out these common threads. So what these researchers found that kept popping up in comparing things like environmental impact and lifestyle was that income and impact are linked. With higher income, you get a bigger footprint, a bigger impact, regardless of geographical location. You know, it's not just in the U.S. So when you take those two things, income and impact, you can combine that issue to just one term, and it's affluence. They found that affluence is really a big hurdle in addressing the climate crisis so
0: this just gives me more reason to hate jeff bezos and elon musk right
2: yes absolutely as if you needed any more because you know when you get that kind of wealth that is just i mean inconceivable for someone like you or i your impact goes up astronomically Amazon founder Jeff Bezos made the announcement on his official Instagram page today that this future home of hockey in this arena where fans will file in to see Seattle Storm and concerts will also send a message about climate action.
0: So Amazon naming its new stadium the Climate Pledge Arena isn't gonna help the environment?
2: That's the kind of move that I feel like so many of us looked at and we're just like, what the fuck? Because Amazon's own employees have been very, very, very vocal about how they want the company to step up and to pledge more. You know, they have made certain steps, but when you have the scale of Amazon and its production and shipping things around the world in the way that it does, I mean, you can't deny the contribution that that company is having. And to have a CEO who is a multi-billionaire It's going to take more than waving a sign around and saying, I stand with the environment. You know, you need to step up and actually do something.
0: So what is it going to take?
2: It's tough to say because and as the researchers point out, you know, we do need a paradigm shift. The larger goal and how we see ourselves as a society and how we measure our success it can't continue to be that consuming so aggressively and like, I mean, basically just eating up everything in your path and hoarding the most wealth that can't continue to be the ultimate symbol of success because it's not sustainable. And I live very consciously. I try not to produce too much waste and all that. But for all of the things I reuse, there's still like billionaires flying around on their personal jets the shift needs to be more dramatic than on the individual level at some point you need to get these people together who are just a small handful but having an enormous impact and they need to be told you gotta cut this shit out
0: you can follow cheyenne on twitter at underscore shy mac now on to today's second story These days, a lot of us have the end of the world on our minds, and have we found the perfect subterranean bunker for you. Designed by a Ukrainian architecture firm, it's called Underground House Plan B, and it would make a stylish lair for a Bond villain.
2: Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die!
0: Unfortunately, it's only a concept for now. Here's InputMag.com news editor Craig Wilson reading an excerpt from his recent piece on this home for the end times.
1: We don't wish the end times on anyone, no matter how enthusiastic the leader of the free world seems to be about expediting their arrival. But were they to happen, we'd wish a lot of things. Among them, we'd wish we'd been richer. Not because we're rampant capitalists, but because if we were, we could have planned better, picked a couple of our favorite friends, and built the underground house plan B. Thanks for stopping by the show, Craig. It's great chatting to you, Mark. So tell me, what makes this underground house plan B so cool? For a start, it looks like something straight out of an Alex Garland movie. He most recently made the TV show Devs. This is your station. But what am I actually doing here? I'm not going to tell you. Don't worry. You're going to figure it out. Got that distinctive sort of end of times, minimalist, but also high tech that you just can't see sort of feel about it. The bulk of it exists as a subterranean sort of villain's lair. There's a helipad on top and a chunk of concrete that sort of protrudes with a section of it cut out for the entrance. But then the rest of it is all underground, as of course you'd expect any good bunker to be. There are corridors of smooth materials and stone and screed floors and, of course, lots of artificial light and then screens that are covered in reminders of the world above, like vistas of the countryside and and that sort of thing.
0: But it should be noted that this is a concept house, right?
1: That's right. This is the sort of architectural equivalent of a concept car. It's all uh, high on ideas, but the odds of it ever actually being built. Well, I mean, with enough money, the right uh, billionaire could build it. But if they did, we'd probably never know, because it's not the sort of thing they'd want to advertise in case they ever had to use it. And also, apparently, if it
0: were built, it would be built in the Ukraine.
1: Well, the firm that's designed it is Ukrainian. And so they've envisioned it being set in a Ukrainian forest. I did joke in my piece that if I were building it, I'd build it in New Zealand because for a start, it's really far away from things. But also they're one of the first countries to get a really proper handle on eradicating the coronavirus. Plus, you know, New Zealand is notoriously nice. So I think if you were going to pick a bunker for the end times and you had all the money in the world, that would be my pick
0: but I guess if you're underground in Ukraine or you're underground in New Zealand, I guess it doesn't matter that much, right?
1: Well, that's true. I guess it depends what's happening above ground though and how enthusiastic those people who aren't in your bunker decide they are about getting into it themselves. So
0: is there any way that this could become a reality?
1: Well, I think what's more likely is that some of the ideas from it could be put into other projects, whether from the same firm that's behind it or from other firms, or just as inspiration potentially for uh, the next post-apocalyptic sci-fi hit.
0: You can follow Craig on Twitter, at Craig Wilson, and I am at Mark Yarm. For more news from the world of technology and culture, visit InputMag.com. You can click on the links in the show notes for the stories we discussed today. New episodes of Input Output are released three times a week. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. You can find Input Output on your smart speaker or whichever podcast app you use. Thanks for listening.